Hi, it's Mitch from PickDogs.com here with Joe Madden, and it is Tuesday. Tuesday. April 5th. April 5th, 2022, here with your live show. We are live seven days a week, 365 days a year. On the weekdays, right around this time, about 10.30-ish a.m. Eastern Standard Time. On the weekends, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And uh, NBA today back in full swing. Oh, man, these schedules, because of baseball season being pushed back that that week, um, really messed up all of the schedules and the scheduling makers for all of the other sports on top of it. So um, it's Thursday for opening day for baseball. It's like a glut of games, you know, for all the sports. And, uh, you know, then baseball will, will kind of do the baseball thing where it's, you know, 8 to 15 games a day. Most, most days, 13 to 15 games a day. And then... There's usually a couple times a week where there's not as many games. And then there'll be a couple days throughout the season where you're kind of like, well, it's only four games today. You know, it's just yeah. a weird, you know, it's just, it's baseball. Right? I'm trying to think, um, generally during the week, which are the lighter days of baseball? I'm drawing a blank. So Mondays, Mondays and Thursdays. Yeah. Oh, okay. So Mondays, generally, um, generally Monday is a lighter day because yeah. if, if the teams are only playing, you know, depending on what the series is, the next series that team because series series end on Sundays generally, and then they yeah. start a new series. So some series will start on Monday, especially if it's a four game series, it could be like a Monday through Thursday, four game series, but some go Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday for yeah. a three game series. Then they go Friday to the next city. Some play Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, they don't play on Thursday and then they move. And some are four game series, which are more rare these days. And then, um, so Mondays, generally will be a little bit of a lighter day, but generally there's a reasonable schedule uh, for baseball. And then Thursday, we generally will have day games as well. So oh, I love the day games. Yeah. So Thursday we'll have day games for a good portion of the season. We'll have day games on Thursdays. That's so, awesome. So that's, that's generally how baseball runs. Um, so when we look, just check in to see now that I've said that to see if it kind of does run like that this year. The first couple uh weeks of the season it's always a little bit different because you have teams that have their opening day. So they have um they have did I guess notifications didn't go out or something but that's okay. I don't see any comments. Which is weird. I don't see any comments. I do see people watching, and my notification did go off. So you guys say hi in the chat. Yeah, definitely say, say hello. There. Yeah, I'm kind of. <laughs> you guys are quiet this morning. Maybe everyone slept in like I did. Maybe everyone's still, you know, trying to get some coffee in the Mitch. So I'm going to say on the on the game last night, and you know, I'm I'm going to touch on it briefly. I'm trying to get it out of my system, but um, I think. I think I don't. I think for that game, you, you can't just say that North Carolina blew the lead. I would say that Kansas took it and you can't, I don't think you, you bash North Carolina on that one. I think you credit Kansas. I think they came out, they had a plan for the second half. They, they made adjustments and they executed on it. I think North Carolina, um, we saw, uh, we saw a little bit of, um, you know, some depth issues, you know, things that why they were an eight seed, you know, coming into this tournament, um, yeah. We kind of saw some of those things there as well. And, you know, when Love got, was injured, Baycott gets injured. And it's like, you know, we could see the guys starting to get banged up, you know, 
Johnson, um, I don't know what the hell happened to him. You know? Oh, it's a good freeze for Joe. That is a good one. I'm going to screenshot this thing. That was one of the best freezes you ever had. It was Ah, so bad. It was so bad. It's a horrible one. That's awful. Oh, it was great. Like a puffer fish there. Great, great, great for us. (laughs) Great for us, bad for you. But I just. I just think on that game, we're not like a recap type show. And, you know, I really, I, I think, I think for that one, it's, this happens to me rarely, you know, but it happened to me yesterday where I got, you know, I went for the money line instead of taking the points with North Carolina. I lost a game that I could have won if I would have played it conservatively. If anything, um, if I had it back, I would have done points, money line and alternate line. I would have bet all three. So I would have at least got that. But I didn't. Uh, so. I'm fine. I went down in fire. Yeah. I went down in fire. It's okay. I can live with it. They're going fire. Then be sitting here today saying, I wish uh, I had hit it that way. Yeah. It's like, so. I've been, I've, I've been on the other I'm side okay of it, it, you know, plenty of times, you know, where it's like, oh man, I've hit the yeah. alternate line and, you know, and the money line and everything else. Right. So it's like. I mean, all we have to do is look at our second half from from the Villanova or uh, from uh, North Carolina Duke. Yep. Our second half show there, and my pregame bets there, and you can see how that paid for you know all of the other games and then some. So it's like it happens, Absolutely. but it's like I would have rather have won. Not gonna oh, lie. rather would have won any day. Yeah, I'd rather win. Still, <laughs> I don't know anyone who would actually sit here and say, "I'm glad I lost." Glad I lost. It's okay. And live with it. Seeing the comments coming in now. So great to see. And Mitch, I just want to say another congratulations on Pick Dogs hitting over 80,000 subscribers. So congratulations to you on that. I can't believe how um, little of length you've had this channel up for. Yeah, we have a goal and we're not remotely close, so we're not ready to start patting ourselves on the back until when we well, hit I'm that. Patting you on the back. Well, we want that ten million, so it's like yeah. that's when we'll be excited and um, you know, we just keep moving forward. We don't look back um too often. But, you know, we appreciate everyone that tunes in and is part of our community. And I think that's the important thing, you know. Yeah. Um we love all of our community except for the uh Haters, trolls, and uh, asshats. <laughs> well, there's another one. I think that one's better than yesterday. Yes. But the asshats thrown in there is just perfect, man. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to totally bookmark that. That was right at the six minute and 20 second mark. <laughs> 620, Mitch's speech. We should we should oh, have something like that every day. It's like we, we love our community, yeah. except for, you know, except for this. Oh, man, I love it. That is so going up today. So, but yeah, we've got lots of NBA games today, lots of NHL games. So it's going to be a good day. That's for sure. Oh, man. It's, um, yeah, it's kind of back to business. Yeah. Well, I think, I think two years and 80,000 is, is a good thing. You know, I think it's pretty cool to be able to do that. And especially since we started this channel on Spite alone, um, since I started the channel on Spite alone, um, <laughs> you know, Spite is a great motivator. And people say, you know, you, I, I'm negative towards our competition and things like that. But actually our competition is, is, has made me, has, has given me a pretty good life. Yeah. Um, you know, 
I think you I'm got. I'm like you, Mitch. I get motivated off spite. People telling me I can't do something. People telling me I can't do it. More. You're too old and crappy. You can't do that. You you can't. You're, you're you know, it's like, and the people that tell you that are just such a joke, you know, too, which makes it even worse. But uh, anyways, we're not going to waste any time on them right now. <laughs> we'll, we'll save that for, we'll save that. We'll, 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 we'll do that in bits and pieces over the next, I don't know, 900 to 80,000 shows. <laughs> Absolutely. We'll allocate a little bit of time. It's like, which are the ones I'm legally allowed to mention by name and which ones can't die? It's like king of the restraining order. Uh <laughs> No, it's not. I don't have. I don't have the. I don't have the restraining order. I have the anti-disparagement clause. It's like I have something to hide. I have something. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That you know what that means. I have something to hide. You have fact-proven dirt on me, <laughs> so you can't smear my name. It doesn't mean that you can't state the facts. It means that you can't just call them a name. Okay. Like you can't say. You know, like if someone, like if I had you know, this piece of paper in my hand and you grabbed it out of my hand. I couldn't call you a thief, but I could say, here's a video of Joe taking this paper right out of my hand. But I can't say, I can't say, I can't make a judgment calling you a thief or a low life or, you know. Even though it's the truth. Well, it's just a definition. It's a a disparaging remark made about you, you know, even though it's like, it's not, but if I, but if it's, you know, if it's just taking the card, I mean, that's just the facts are the facts, right? So your joke's about me sitting on a bar stool on a Thursday night. Fact. <laughs> you couldn't say that. <laughs> yeah, that is a fact. Yeah, and, and uh, you know, the best it. example that we could use, you know, that William Lease is, is a loser, right? And he has, you know, well, whatever. We could uh, we could go off on that. That guy's too easy. I mean, too easy. Way too easy. It's like how so. miserable can one person be? You know, it's like yeah. people think uh, like you're mad and you're unhappy. You're all this thing, and the whole thing is nothing could be further from the truth. And it's like if I'm giving off that image to people, then man, I'm really not showing the the real me because more most of the time, I'm known as the person that it's like I can I turn pretty much almost everything into a joke, and I say the jokes at the most inappropriate times and, and people find that somewhat refreshing, you know? Oh, absolutely. It's, it's like, you know, a stressful moment or whatever. It's like, yeah. I'm, I'm able to joke about it. And it's like, yeah. um, yeah, it's a great, great quality to have. So Mitch. people take it, um, you know, people and people misinterpret, you know, my generosity and, and, um, you know, my easygoing, you know, this that you guys, well, I guess that you guys don't really get to see all that much. But they interpret that as stupidity. And that's why I get so angry at like our competitors and stuff and, and other people, you know, because they try to take advantage of me or they have taken advantage of me, have taken advantage of my kindness, taken advantage of my generosity, taken advantage of my willingness to, to, to build something, right? They see that as stupidity. The only thing they don't see as stupidity is taking every one of you and trying to rip you off for every dime you have. Seriously, that's what they're all trying to do. And it's the fact that I won't do it is why they hate me and why they try and yeah. do this. It's like, if you're not going to steal from these people, well, let us do it. Yeah. It's like, no, you know. Anyways. Talking about how much you give back, how are things going with the betting tools? Any updates you can give us, Mitch? We have some bunch of stuff going on. I have my meeting okay. tomorrow night. I will have updates probably then, if not earlier. Yeah. Um, waiting on someone to do the videos for our wagering terms. Um, 
That that would be me. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, I know a lot of work has been going into that site. Um, yeah. So kind of waiting, and okay. then they have um, our our um, calculators as well. Oh, which will be a competing project product of some of those yeah. other guys out there that do arbitrage tools that charge monthly subscriptions and things of that nature. Ours, of course, will be once again, a hundred percent free. Nice. Always the best. Always the 100% best. 100% free. Anyways. Now that we've gotten all that crap out of the way. <laughs> I was like, I was doing a lot of baseball research last night. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, How I'm, did that go? I, well, it's, no, it's research, not something yep. that's usually all that fun. But um, I think I have a good beat on the, at least the opening day games. I think I found three or four games that I actually I think are bettable and that we might get some good value on. Um, yep. So I'm ready. But uh, let's get into these games. Let's do it finally here. I know that's what people are waiting for. Yep. And uh, I don't know. It seems like we have a late arriving crowd. So that's why I'm kind of delaying everything. Yeah, we absolutely did have people coming in late here. So 12 games today, Mitch. Full card of NBA. Kicking off at 7 Eastern. Got the Sixers and the Pacers. We got the Magic and the... And the Cavaliers. The Nets and the Rockets. Any of these three, Joe? Mitch, what is with these spreads? We look at these spreads, and they're absolutely huge. I don't know how I can go against Houston with all of these points against a Brooklyn Nets team that has not been covering. I had a ride with Houston. We look at Brooklyn. They're 0-4 in their last four games overall against that spread. I think it's just way too many points in this one. I know Brooklyn is the better, stronger team, but they've also struggled as a home favorite going 0-7 against the spread in their last seven in this situation. So give me the points with the Houston Rockets. And then I... I'm concerned about the Cleveland Cavaliers getting the cover, too. We're looking at um, another team that is a stronger team, but they haven't been covering. They ha haven't covered well against Orlando either, only going two and five against the spread in their last seven. So I got to take the magic plus the points. No, both of these teams have been struggling to, um, to win games. Magic have gone two and eight in their last 10, but I had a ride with the magic here. What are you liking in these three? I like the Cavs a little bit better in this one. They're not all the way eliminated from catching the Raptors. Um, until that happens, I'm, I'm not ready to, to uh, lay off them. They're only one game clear of the Atlanta Hawks in the play-in um, at this point. And being that 7 or 8 in the play-in is a pretty good advantage over being that 9 and 10. And the Nets are actually the ones that are dropping them and the Hornets. Um are the ones that are struggling in that area. But uh, both, you know, they're all in. Um, the The East has been decided as far as who's going to be in the play-in and um, who is, you know, not necessarily who the playoff teams are. But um, the Hornets and the yeah. Nets are definitely play-in teams. The Hawks and the Cavaliers still have a chance to catch the Raptors or the Bulls. Uh, meanwhile, you know, and that's pretty much the way that it is. Meanwhile, in the West, only the Lakers um, that are the only team on the outside looking in that still have a mathematical chance of even moving into a play-in. But even that is starting to fade on them. In you know, one of the worst Laker years yeah. we've ever seen. 
So these are all things to keep in mind. And the Magic, you know, tied for that bottom spot of uh, you know, getting the most lottery balls. That's true. Thing. So, so Alan Smitley says, how long should we wait to get some trends for MLB? I think that, I think that with MLB over the course of the entire season, you have to um, tread lightly. But I think that in general, um, you, I always like, I always bet it right away. I know people that wait weeks. You know, yeah. it's it's up to you. I bet it right away because that's what I do. But I I um I try and look at different angles. The one thing you have to really worry about in the opening, especially the opening week, is starting pitchers only go four or five innings. So you don't want to pay big premiums on starting pitching, um, because those guys are only going four or five innings. You got to really look at these bullpens and how they did in spring training. Mm-hmm. Because some of these pitchers are really good in spring training. Some of them are slower starters to the season or more second-half guys. We saw that with, um, oh, boy, Max Fried for the Braves last year. It was yeah. horrible the first half of the season. The second half of the season basically got his team home. Yeah. So, you know, I think that, um, you know, with baseball, it's a good question. And it's definitely personal preference, you know as to how you want to do it. But for me, it's like, I know, I, I, I know who's been hitting well in spring training. I know who's yeah. been pitching well and it's the Boston Red Sox. Nice. Yep. That's who it's been. Okay. Devers has been hitting the cover off the ball and uh, yeah. Evaldi's been just mowing people down. So I'm not a Red Sox guy. Tiger Woods is about to take the podium. Come on over, Tiger. <laughs> I'm, I would be. I, I. I wouldn't be surprised if my friend David was standing next to him, or if he was there. <laughs> Probably. He's the, he knows everybody, and he's, yeah. he's he's good friends with Tiger. Yeah, that's awesome. But anyways, yeah. back to these games. I like the Pacers in these games um, okay. against the Sixers. Plus the points. I struggle to get on the magic here. I just I just can't get there with Carter not playing. And um, the Rockets all day with the points. It's just so many points. I was I was confused looking at the line this morning. Why they'd give the Nets that many points in this one. Laying 17, it's crazy. Yeah, wh- I think what we did last year on baseball that worked really well for us is we found the team that was the most hyped in the preseason that was going to be laying the biggest odds. And we bet against them every single game. It come hell or high water. I think we found like a few times to take them, but we yeah. found that team early and it was a team that everybody loved. Like they were the, they had all of the magical ingredients. They had the, they had accumulated pitching they had the yeah. superstar of superstar players on their team, they, but they played in a tough division with an upstart team in there as well, another team that we latched on to, and that was the San Diego Padres. We, I said it opening day. Oh, I said we're going to yeah. bet against the San Diego Padres every single day. And they were overhyped. I forgot about that oh, going into did, the last season. Did we cash on the Padres last year? Um 
I'm excited to start the MLB season with you, Mitch, instead of coming in at the tail end. Yeah, it's like you came in, it was like the season was over. Yeah. So let me see if I can find anything on this. I wonder if under profitable teams at Sports Shop Place, if we have this tools, profitable teams, does it go back to last year? MLB. Past year. Yes, it does. All right. So let's head on over through the magic of YouTube. We got totally sidetracked here, right? <laughs> well, anyways, let me go back to. Yeah. I lost. We squirreled a little bit, but it's good. It's a good squirreling. I lost you. All right. Here we are. Okay, so if you look here, the most profitable teams, this is the spread. Um, so that is the run line, though. But if you go here, the Padres, if you bet against them every game last year, on this is... Uh, so... Here's the here's the progression of your money for the Padres. You can see it go right down the toilet. Yeah. They wow. kind of treaded water for a while, and then it was like they got a little bit ahead, but they never buried us. See, and then they gave yeah. us gifts, and then they fell off the cliff. It was wonderful. <laughs> it was a beautiful thing. I really enjoyed it. I wonder if Pick Dogs has better. Oh, here it is. Here's the money line right here. All right. This is what we were looking for. I'm a couple seconds delayed, Mitch. So it's okay. Same information. Here are the here's the Padres That's that we awesome. know right here. Yeah. Here they are, right there at number twenty eight. <laughs> here they are at number twenty eight. This is this was the money line. Okay, this was this was the one that we played right here. We wrote yeah. it all season. They were never good. This is the Padres last year. If you bet 10 bucks on them every single game. Wow. Yeah. Is there you caught Padres this season? Are you caught up to us on the on this one, Joe, where I'm showing the money line? Um, the second chart? Yeah, I can see it now. Yeah. Well, there it is. It's beautiful. Yeah. Cash cow right there. Right there. You can see it. They never got they never got there. Yeah. They never got there. If anything, they showed a little bit of sign of life right in here. On June 20th, they beat this is so this was the series that we actually bet them. This was against the Dodgers. We bet them this series. Okay. Yeah, we actually had them here. And then we came back and continued. It was like, oh, man, just got uglier and uglier. It's like, <laughs> this is, oh, this was the Giants series. Oh, man. And then the Brave series. And look at this. If you bet $10, you know, here, 
you made $10.40 back. Congratulations. You're down 226 bucks. You know, it's like you're making it back in dribs and drabs. Yeah. And you're, I mean, and look how ugly this, this thing gets at, at the end of the season. So oh, yeah, fell know, off. I think finding your team and fading them is way more profitable than finding a winning team and betting on them. Because when you find that winning team and you bet on them, the odds, um, the odds on that team are going to be gigantic, like on the Dodgers, right? So when we look at the Dodgers here, who, who, who were good, right? And the Astros, right? Yeah. I mean, look at these teams. These were teams with winning records. The Yankees, pl- these are all playoff teams. If you bet yeah. them every game, you lost money. I try to explain this to people. The very best teams... This is turning into a baseball preview, and you're going to hear this from me all season long. You're going to hear this from me like ridiculous amounts all season. I say it almost every single baseball show. And uh, boy, where are we? All right. So I say it almost every single baseball show, and I'll say it again, and I'll say it again and again and again. The very, very best teams in baseball the very, very best win 100 to 105 games. And we're talking like very few teams every season that do that, right? Very, very few. It's a rare season that, um, it's a rare season that more than one or two teams win over 100 games. All right, so last year it happened with two teams in, in the West, so... To reemphasize this point, and we'll get back to the basketball picks, I promise, I promise. But this is baseball betting 101. So here we are, and this is last year's standings, okay? And let's see if we could find... um, Here. So here's the run line record. We have everything here picked at Sports Chat, right? We have everything in the standings page. So here's the run line record, run line rating. And so we don't need the streak because this hasn't started yet. Here's, if you bet innings, here's how each team does in, ex- in each inning. We have it <laughs> at Sports Chat. 100% free. Okay, you want to bet, oh, it's third inning. Oh, well, you know, they're a really good third inning team this year. You know, we'll have, as the season goes on, we'll have more updates on this stuff. Crazy amounts of of information here, 100% free. This is why I'm so excited about the betting tools. And so when you look at these things, you know, so here's the run line record. This is like where everyone says, oh, Dodgers run line, you know, it's like, or Blue Jays was big run liners, right? Yeah. Click on the run line record. And you look at teams like you can see it right here, the White Sox. They were they had ninety three wins, but they only covered the run line eighty one times. You go to like the, some of these other good teams, the Tampa Bay Rays. They covered the run line ninety six out of a hundred at ninety six times, which is really good. Yeah, it is. But but a lot of those times they were the dog because they played in the American League East. So you don't it's, you're not necessarily getting the um, getting that payoff. 
but you can see it. The Boston Red Sox, 85 times they covered the run line. The Yankees, super popular run line team, right? Super popular. 76 and 86 on the run line last year. Wow. Yep. Astros, 95 wins. They covered the run line only 77 times in that. Right? How did a bad team like the Pirates do on the run line last year? The Pirates were 77 and 85, but at 61 and 101, when we look at their um when we look at their at their profits. It's fun, right? If you look at if you yeah, bet the pirates on the run line every game, you lost 153 bucks if you did 10 games. But here here's the run line, right? That a lot of yeah. people think the run line so the run line favorites, right? Is is always what's big. Those big run line favorites. So the Blue Jays, you actually you made $25.60 over the course of an entire season, 162 games, if you bet 10 bucks a game. That well, is a it, tough, it, tough way to make a living. It's really tough. But here's the other teams, right? So these are all playoff yeah. teams here. The Dodgers. The the Dodgers were only 70 cents. If you bet the Dodgers run line every every game, you only made 70 cents more than you did betting the Florida Marlins, who won Miami Marlins, who won like 35 games. Because when they won, they paid like plus yeah. 220. So the math here. The way the math works is the way the math works is that so if you bet the run line every single time or if you bet a team that has a winning record every time and you just bet them to win okay so the Astros the Dodgers the Yankees that are minus 200 on average right that the line is minus yeah. 200 on average they need to win 120 games for you to break even because this, the there's 162 games in the schedule. So the 42, right? So if they won 120, the 42 times 200 that you would lose, right? And then you have to bet 200. You only win a hundred on those, right? So you're at even at 120 wins. That is a tough way to make a living. You're yeah. way better finding the value plays and the people that say, I never bet more than 150, you know, minus 150. Yeah, there's bad teams. Here's Brian's Orioles, right? He always takes the Orioles and the Pirates. Everyone gets really mad, right, on the shows. <laughs> he always takes the Orioles and the Pirates. Every game, every day, right? And it's like it did not yeah. pay off for him because no. you have to pick your spots, you know. Yeah. You can't just blanket take, you know, um, these guys. So that's what the spread. Here's the money line on these teams. And look at this. Even harder. If you just stick on one team. The team that I had, my team last year, the Giants, right? Finished number one here. But it was the Mariners who we jumped on at a point. And the Tigers who Brian was on early there. And then the Rays who, you know, always are great value. Always are great value. And then the Cardinals, who kind of came out of nowhere, we jumped on them. A lot of people were not big on the Cardinals, but they ended up winning that division. Yeah. Or came, or they might have been the wild card, and the Brewers won the division. But they were right there. The Red Sox, who had were picked fourth in the division last year, 
and um, ended up in the playoffs. Um, the Braves, who uh, lost Acuna Jr. and then came on to win the World Series. The Brewers, who always middle market. Right? Brewers. Yep. Small market equals value. Always, too. That's in all sports, all pro sports. Yep. Small market equals big value. You always have to pay a premium. Notre Dame, Dodgers, Yankees, you know, Los Angeles, New York, right? you, Chicago, you owe it Cubs. You always pay. If you bet the Chicago Cubs, there was a 10-year period. I don't know if this streak is still going, but if you bet the Chicago Cubs $10 on every single Cubs game over 10-year period, you've lost more money on sports than in, in any team in any sport, which is, you know, just tells you, you know, the big market um, theory right there. So even the Kansas City Royals, who were hideous, right, yeah. were 11th well, I best. I something crazy. If you bet them every game, they were, yeah. they were 11th best, way better than betting Toronto. If you bet Toronto every game, you lost money. Oh. Yankees, if you bet the Yankees every game, you lost money. If you bet the Dodgers every single game, you lost money. And it's because of that exactly what I told you. The Dodgers won. They, you want to talk about a hard way to make a living. A tough way to make a living. Okay. So if you bet the Dodgers ten dollars on the Dodgers every game, you lost forty bucks. Okay. You go back to the standings where we were. So if you bet them every single game, you lost forty bucks. You look at the Dodgers. They had the second best record in all of baseball last year. They won 106 games in the regular season. They went they won 106. They won 65% of their games. And if you bet them every single game, you lost money. If you win if you hit 65% of your bets and lose money, it it it, it doesn't make any sense. I hope no. If anyone has questions on any of this stuff, by all means ask and yeah. on the here on the betting tool show or anything because this is how you make money betting sports is is coming to terms with this. It's hard. It's hard because it's like we know, you know, you we 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 know the Nets are better than the than than the Rockets. We know that, you know. Yeah. But it's like you bet the Nets money line you know, it just takes one loss and you see what happens. You can see it here. The Giants were a dog. They were picked fourth or fifth in the division, right? Everyone loved the Padres. The Padres didn't even finish with a winning record. 21 games, 21 games back. Wow. Yep. So, all about the value. Well, thanks for breaking that down for everyone, Mitch. Yeah, what an eye-opener to people, though. Winning 65% of the games, if you bet them all, you still lost money. Moral of the story, the yeah. betting tools are freaking amazing. Look how much information <laughs> we pulled out. Yeah. It's like, we didn't even plan on it. It's like, no. you know, but it's like, that's how much is there. And we, you you guys, you know, heard, heard us going. We could keep going. Yeah. Yeah, The with the tool, you can branch off, you know, um, time segments and things like that. So you can see who's the hot starter, who's the, you know, and I believe eventually the players, you'll be able to see who the hot starters are, you know, with the props oh, and everything yeah. as well. 
Yeah. So all those things too. I love that. Crazy, right? Oh, it's going to be so much fun. Yeah, it's fun because a lot of people have been asking about if we're going to have baseball. Yeah, we got yeah. baseball. Of course you got baseball. Of course we got baseball. <laughs> you couldn't leave baseball. What are you guys going to do with the betting tools for baseball? It's like, <laughs> crank that shit Freaking up to, awesome. <laughs> crank it up to 11. <laughs> That's what we're going to do. Anyways. Yeah. All right. Um, let's get back to these NBA games, which now seem okay. almost boring compared to this. Yeah. Like, come on, NBA, pick it up. You know? Yeah, so we're on to the next three then, Mitch. Um, Heat Hornets. Yeah. We got Toronto and Atlanta and the Bulls and the Bucks. See, see, Alan Smithley is a guy that I've had differences with in the past, but we're good. You know, it's like, you know, I, I, have, I have no problems with most people out there except for the assholes, you know. I really don't. I mean, there's some people out there, I mean, their sole purpose in life is to see how angry they can get me. You know, it's like, congratulations. Uh, yeah. People suck. People, um, people absolutely suck. Yeah, they do. So, yeah, Milwaukee and Chicago. Now, this should be an interesting game. Um, sorry, I, I jumped. No, this is it. No, it's in there. Milwaukee, okay. Chicago, Miami, Charlotte, yeah. and uh, Toronto, Atlanta. Yeah, I thought I'd jump for a second. I'm interested to see how the Bulls will come out in this. I think the Bucks probably get the win here. The Bulls' defense has been allowing more points in the last 10 than we're used to seeing. This team's normally so strong defensively and just hasn't been showing up. These teams have been trending in the opposite direction in this final stretch here. So I think the Bucks get it done. Five points is quite a bit, though, um, against a Bulls team at home. But I could see it happening. And then... Give me the over between the Hawks and the Raptors. I know the Raptors' defense is just so strong, but what we've seen out of the Hawks as of late, they've just been lighting it up offensively, winning their last five games. I could see this one going over the total. They're also 7-2 and two in the last nine meetings to that over. And then I'm leaning on Miami to get the win and cover here at home. They've just been so strong at home this season, 27-12 and 12 straight up. 19 and 20 struggled against teams with winning records above 600. So I think Miami gets a nice win and cover. What do you like in these three, Mitch? Uh, I like Miami as well against the Hornets. I just think, um, you know, I think the Heat are, are ready, you know, at this point. <laughs> yeah. I think they're ready to kind of wrap things up. Man, that was a fun baseball talk. I haven't really had one of those in a while. It's always, you know, it it helps me too, um, yeah, to do, to do those, but um, I like I like Miami against the Hornets. The Heat still haven't wrapped up the number one overall. They have a chance to do that. There's they're at um so they're at seventy nine games. So there's three games left to go in the season. I believe if the Heat win here, they clinch. The Hornets, meanwhile, they're in that play and they're tied with the Nets, you know, for that eight for that nine ten. And the Hawks, um, I think the Hawks need to win um, as well to hang on to a home game in the play-in. 
Yeah. So it's gonna be a battle. Not for sure. Yep, Chris Ruffalo, legend on Puckin' Crazy yesterday, right? Oh, yeah. Those are the just, calls. To me, I, yeah. I try and explain this to all the cappers and all the guys that are guests on the show so that yeah. you guys, yeah, you love hearing the winners, you know, and all that other stuff, but what you really want is, like, that one that's just kind of like that outlier that's just, like, bang. What did the what did it pay for a hat trick? On some, what's um, something? The hat trick, it was uh, both the... Both the ones we hit were plus 2,200. Actually, no, the other one was plus 11. So what um, he hit was the hat trick for Austin Matthews was plus 2,200. And then with the Calgary and Kings game, those games always finish 3-2, coin flip either way. Um, so he was on the Kings 3-2, but then told people to take Calgary 3-2 as well. 100 things 3 2 played plus 2200. So his cash machine dominated. He better come on fucking crazy today to uh, to talk about his uh, that's for sure. I hope people tailed it. I really do because um, he said you can take Austin Matthews for the goal for two goals or the hat trick. Broke it down to everyone, and I really hope they did. Yeah, I think for I think also you know, the we've seen the Bulls struggle against the the better teams, and I know the Bucks are not generally known as a good road team, but um, the Bulls generally struggle against the teams with the winning records. That's for sure. Yeah. I don't know the Hawks Raptors. I think is interesting. So. I want my Raptors to come out strong. Yeah, well, I want a lot of. Well, it I, I was help. I was gonna say something. It was just totally inappropriate, so I'm not gonna say it. But um, it's like, oh man, I walk myself into stuff sometimes. Yeah, so. but um, doesn't mean it's going to happen. It was is is the is the is the, uh, is, the is the tail end of that. But, Absolutely. But well, look at people who've been betting the Lakers, saying they're due. Damn Lakers! I wonder how much money you've made this year if you faded the Lakers. In every game. Well, we actually have that information right at our fingertips, Joe. <laughs> is, uh, I love it. Which is a great, oh, which is a really cool thing to have. Yeah. And we just look at, go to the NBA. And... The spread or money line? So on the spread for the Lakers, if you faded the Lakers every time on the spread, you've um, if you bet ten dollars, you've won one hundred thirty-seven, which is actually pretty good. It's almost fourteen plus fourteen units, which is okay. pretty solid. Um, yeah. On the money line, <laughs> this should be a real gem here. <laughs> My guess is um, it, this one's probably super ugly. See, actually, these are not that bad, but the Lakers dead last on the money line. See, yeah, and they're the worst team. So you would be up 21 units if you bet against the Lakers just on the money line every single game. Wow. So that's just once again, the big market team getting too much credit. We're kind of, we're kind of sitting there, but you can see right there. It's the Lakers right right there. Move us over a little bit. 
just for this part. You can see it's the Lakers. You know, the worst. Look at the Jazz. I mean, terrible money line team in the Nets. Yeah. Terrible. Yeah. But it's all big market, right? A lot of big market there. You see Lakers, the Nets, the Knicks, the Milwaukee Bucks, the defending champions. It's kind of like the Bucks are kind of like the Dodgers, you know? Oh, absolutely. They win, 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 and, and you lose, lose, lose. That's awesome to see, Mitch. All right. Thanks for showing us that. Oh, my pleasure. Of course, you can <laughs> go to the betting tools. You can sit there for days and get lost. I've yeah, absolutely. I, 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 I found over the last two weeks, Mitch, I've just been entranced in the betting tools. and um, I've been the least productive I've ever been since the betting tools came out. <laughs> well, I, I, I seriously have because the amount of information and the amount of time I've spent over there, it's just crazy. You can dig into them for hours. They're fantastic. So I was, it's not less productive. It's just... Um, I'm going to guess the Way Grizzlies. Way more information than I'm used to. I would guess the Grizzlies are the most, yeah, the Grizzlies are easily the most profitable team. Yeah. If you bet the Grizzlies on the money line, you're up 22 units. The, the Grizzlies are kind of like how the San Francisco Giants were in baseball last year. They're good, but people still are refused to buy into it. Yeah. Got the uh, Timberwolves up against the Wizards. Got the Thunder Buddies up against the Blazers. And the Nuggets, Chicken Nuggets here, up against the Spurs. That line is the biggest jumper of the day, going from six to nine. Wow. That's a lot of points. We look at the Spurs against the spread, 21 and 16, and one on the road this season, Mitch. I don't know. That's hard for me to get there with uh, Denver with that many points. You're leaning on the Spurs. They're 6-1 and one against the spread their last seven games overall. Um, they've also played really strong in Denver. They're 19-9 and nine against the spread in their last 28 meetings there. I got to take the Spurs plus that up. Um, are you seeing any big reason for that jump that we should stay off the Spurs? Um, I'm looking right now. So Murray's out. Yeah. Um, and the same guys that have been out. Yeah. But, um, yeah, not really seeing it. Okay. And then I've got to go against um, the Timberwolves and take the Wizards plus the points there too. I just think, again, that's too many. The Wizards have uh, gone into Minnesota, played really strong, covering the spread in those last four meetings there. I don't know. The Timberwolves are, um, I don't know. I don't think they cover. They're strong, though, at home against that spread going 22 and 15. But I can see this being one of the games where we see little defense in it and the Wizards are able to just keep it tight enough. Are you going to go with your Timberwolves today? Are you staying off? Um, I'm going to go to a different game. Okay. I don't. I, I think the Nuggets are probably the play. I even though the line has jumped, I just, boy, I really liked them earlier, and it's yeah. like I don't know if I can stick with them here on this. I think the Timberwolves and, and the and the Wizards is. 
it's just a bad game. <laughs> you know, that's what you have there. Yeah, we got that total climbing too. Open at two thirty-five and a half now, up to two thirty-seven and a half. Yeah, lots of points, but who plays defense on either team? Nobody. Right? Nobody. No one. Nobody. Yep. I got okay, it. Okay, season I, action too. Got to go with that Denver, and then um, we got the Jazz and the Grizzlies, the Kings and the Pelicans, and the Lakers and the Suns to round it out. Well, I think the Suns could eliminate the Lakers from the playoffs here potentially with the win. Can we see it happen, please? Well, I'm they, so tired. I'm I don't. Tired of I don't think. I right. I think. I think everybody is, including yeah. the Phoenix Suns. <laughs> I would love to see them come out here and get a huge dominating win, and I think they do tonight. I'm going to ride the Phoenix Suns laying the eleven and a half. I think this one probably goes over the two thirty two and a half as well. And then I'm going to lay on the Pelicans covering the eight-point spread, too. I just don't believe in the Sacramento Kings, even at home here. Straight up at home, they're 16 and 24. And against that spread, 19 and 21. I know um, the Pelicans have only gone 19 and 20 against the spread on the road, but I think they're the stronger team, and I think they'll get a nice uh, win and cover in this one. I'm not scared of the eight points here with them. So should be a good one. Anything else you like in these final three, Mitch? Lost my mouse. Where am I? Here we go. Oh, I hate when I lose my mouse. I do that a lot. Let's see. I like the Suns, and um, I hate the Kings. So So we agree on that. Yeah, I don't necessarily like the Pelicans, (laughs) but I hate the Kings. I'm really wishing I got the Suns in now as a premium play. So I think they just dominate tonight. I'm going to put some more money on it after this game or after the show. Yeah, Lakers need to be done, though. Get them out of here. Yeah, I'm sick of them. Yeah, what a what a bad season for them. 31 and 47 right now. Who's on pucking crazy today? Um, I'm pretty sure Chris Ruffalo is going to pop in. Tony Brown is always on Tuesdays. So um, now Ruffalo's Ruffalo's he's in like no, a dirt. He's addicted. Yeah, that's, this is what, this is how he gets. Yeah. This is exactly how Ruffalo gets. It's like this is. I mean, you understand how I got how how he how he started doing videos with me and yeah. like on the thing is that I invited him on to do hockey once and he just never left. Yeah, you know. Oh, I love it. You know, I love he it. Just, he's he's just, so good. Yeah, it's like it was kind of like. You know, you know. All right, I'll see you guys later. All right, we'll see you tomorrow. It's like what? <laughs> it's like what are you talking about? It's like, yeah, yeah. And then he just, you know, he just shows up. It's like he sends you the message. You ready? It's like <laughs> what? It's like you're yeah. supposed to only be on for the hockey segment. And then he's got yeah. now he's got a show. You know, now he's yeah. doing another show. Oh, I know. So, I love it. Yeah, we're gonna have another Chris Ruffalo show. Just Ruffalo. Yeah, it's gonna be awesome. I was working on yeah, some. Yeah, ti- he's a great guy. Great guy to work with. I was working on some. Some. I had some working titles. Perfect. Yeah, it's really nice having Chris on the hockey show. He's um. He's able to debate a game with me, and um, the amount of information he can throw out when I just throw a game at him is fantastic. So, and then um, we're recording the parlay videos right after for the next day. So, 
It's awesome. Yeah, lots of Ruffalo time. I wonder how long before he's sick of me. <laughs> it took you how long? Three weeks, Mitch? Something like that. <laughs> Six months later, you're flipping the bird when I go against your cane. <laughs> Are you going to have a parlay for us, Mitch? I'm thinking about it. I was just looking for... Um, thinking about I, it? No, I was looking for something, and I can't remember what it was. So... Kind of... Oh. Did you guys do a parlay? A, a hockey parlay? <laughs> I love when I do that. You froze. Um. Yeah, there's a hockey parlay up for today, so go check it out, you guys. Yeah, so we've added hockey parlays to the um, to our parlay videos. Soccer parlay football, whatever you want to call it, whatever floats your boat, you've added. Yep. So, more parlays. I like it. It's fun doing those parlay videos. And we're not taking high money line. I'll take that. We're just going to go to the betting tools, do the parlay. The best parlay is... McNally in tennis. Is this today? Yes. McNally plus 350. Um, okay. Diaz, D-I-E-Z, plus 170. That's also today, 1 p.m. Then we have the over six and a half in the Bruins-Red Wings game. Love that one. Just kidding. And then we have the over in the Hawks-Raptors game. Ten dollars pays four fifty seven seventeen. So forty six to one on your money on that parlay. Just got it right here from the parlay tools. Love it. Parlay builder. Yeah, gotta love that. We'll be putting another one of those on Instagram as well today, you guys. So make sure you go follow the Instagram because Mitch's dog of the day goes up there as well. Uh, for my parlay, I'm gonna do the Suns laying the points over the Lakers. I'm gonna take the Wizards plus the points and the Miami Heat laying the points. All right. Well, thanks, everyone, for joining us. We realized the show went a little bit longer than we expected. You know, starting on Thursday, we're going to be covering, you know, multiple sports again. So, you know, we'll be going through all the games and everything. And, you know, we'll be using the betting tools, I think, showing people and helping you guys through it. And, you know, it helps yeah. me, too. So, um, yeah, that's Absolutely. a lot of the things that I say. It's like I don't just say it. It's like here's the proof, and we'll show you all the backup as the season goes on, all the games that comprise that. But I think when we saw that chart, I'm going to show it once again because that thing was just gruesome, right? Yeah. Um, it was – I'm showing uh, – shoot. I don't have my right screen up. Oh, my God. Oh, well. Let me just get out of here because there's our YouTube. <laughs> but um, all right. Let's see. Just being asked, Sir Mitch, if anything's coming with uh, uh, props within the parlays. Yes. Perfect. Yep. Yep. Should be soon. But anyways, that profitable teams, 
when we went to uh, baseball and we looked at the past year and we went to the money line. I mean, here's, here's what, you know, the most popular team with one of the most popular players. The, we're not talking about the Orioles and the, or the Diamondbacks here, you know. So let's see. I love seeing the lack of love for the Lakers in the comments. There we go. (laughs) But you can see this is what, if you bet on the Padres every single game last year, just money line, this is what the chart looked like. If you look at some of the other teams that, you know, considered the really good teams, here's the Yankees. lost money right out of the gate. They had a small run late in the yeah. season, but you still lost money. But look here, by July 21st, you were down 12 to 14 units betting on the Yankees every single game. Here's, the, here's Joe's Blue Jays. Love my Blue Jays. But yeah, they weren't cash makers, that's for sure. They, did, they started off the season strong, but then yeah. in mid-September... This is where it all fell apart. They kind of rose <laughs> at the end, but it was yeah. too late. This is when everybody had yeah. packed it in. But we had already cashed out. Betting against them. Here's no. my White Sox. Playoff team also. I wonder how many of these, like, I think it would be fun to look at. Um See, the White Sox, we started off, we were straight money. And then at the end of the season, this is after we acquired Craig Kimbrell. This, that's when things fell apart for the White Sox, after the Kimbrell trade. Oh, okay. Now they shipped him off. I love these betting tools. I love the betting tools, too. They're phenomenal. Love, love them. Yeah. This really shows it, you know. Guys, I have no opinion on men's looks. (laughs) (laughs) Not that kind of show. Anyways, on that note, thanks everyone for joining us. Make it a winning day. We appreciate every single one of one of you guys, and uh, of course, uh, we love our community, except for those turd balls and jerk jerk faces. Make it a winning day. We appreciate you. See you tomorrow.